Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. We're so excited to be here today. We are going to debunk some TikTok interior design trends. I don't know how many of you out there within the sound of my voice are watching TikTok or understanding it, interior design. There's some what they call micro trends happening. Mm. And they talk really fast about them. They sure do. And they're (laughs) emphatically opinionated about them. And they're like 12 years old. And we're just here to, (laughs) we're just here to talk about what these quote unquote micro trends are in interiors. And if we agree with it or not, it's going to be polarizing. We're excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think about TikTok y'all? Are you on it, Suhal? I do have it. Yeah. And I've had a few of like my younger generation nieces and nephews be like, Hey, this is how you use it. This is how you access it. This is how you like look up things. And mm-hmm. so I've like looked up espalier trees and gardening, like in the UK, but that's like, as far as my TikTok trends have gone. Yeah. Cause it's I'm been insightful. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It actually is. If you have like something that you want to learn about, it is, but like, I just want to say like the stuff that came up, like there's probably 60% of it. I'm like, I don't trust you. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm like, don't know anything about espalier trees. I'm going to mm-hmm. go, go to that cute little British gardener over there and see what she has to say. Yeah. So I guess that's all I know. So I'm no expert mm-hmm. at the TikTok. Yeah. I'm still on the Instagram. I love, I love the Oslo and the, and the Paris filter. So yeah. What are you going to do? I like Life's that you just short. gave us your filters. Yeah. Corey, what about you? Do you, are you on the TikTok? No, um, I'm not, I'm not a uh, proficionado at any social media. Unfortunately, I wish I was. Into, do you really wish you were? Um, actually, or do you enjoy just living your real life in the real world? I actually do. Having yeah. real social engagements. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw this um, meme on Instagram the other day and it said, I watch my TikTok reels on Instagram. Or I, I, wish <laughs> like my, I watch my like TikTok. Yeah. I watch my TikTok <laughs> videos as reels on Instagram like a real adult. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's pretty like much that. me. I know. All deficiencies. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> me too. We do have somebody that controls our um, TikTok account and they're younger than us. And we said to them, hey, Rick, Megan, do you think you could give us um, some of the TikTok trends that are going on and maybe some clips, some links so that we can go ahead and watch them and figure out how we feel about this? Because it was just one of those things that people wanted to know how we felt about the TikTok interior design trends. So we've been getting we've been getting schooled on it and knowledgeable so that we could sort of break it down and share what we think about it. It's true. So that's what this podcast is all about. So two really big ones. Um is that we are seeing something called cottage core and dark academia. And we actually recently got hit up by arc digest from sure one of our did. TikToks on dark academia because we were showing Rach Parcell's library in it. I think it started show me that dirty little sketch of, of yours and I'll show you mine. And it was Suzanne's rendering of the room and then she took it down and then there was, there was the beautiful dark library. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Oh my gosh, you guys are totally subscribing to this trend. We want to talk about it. We want to do an article. And we were like, yeah, sure. It's dark academia, but like we've been doing a dark room in everybody's house for as long as we can remember because some rooms just need a mood or a vibe. So like tuck away and be a little bit more intimate and uh-huh. like provide focus. And so I think that that's always been a thing, but like now we have a, a title for it in this new TikTok generation, which high five. I think, I you think, know? and isn't it stemming from like the Harry Potter generation, yes. the dark academia. Yeah. So it's this feeling of like, I would almost say sophistication, but for them, it's like this dark, moody, study, theatrical moment that's happening. 
But in interior design, we're like, it's just really nice to have a little bit of depth and focus in your sophisticated zones or your, or your place of study, or, you know, maybe it's a master bedroom. It's a powder bath. It's a moment with four walls where you can close the door on it and you open the door and you get this great feeling. And so it's, it's easy for us to do that in, in a home that has more secondary rooms to get different sort of feelings of focus and sophistication in these spaces. And we've never once called it dark academia, but the younger folks that come in and they're helping us with our social, like, Oh my gosh, I'm dying. This is trending so hard. I love it. And we're like, well, it's actually really a gorgeous room for decades. Right. But it does feel trending for the moment. So anyway, that's uh, dark academia. And then there's another one called cottage core that um, keeps popping up for everybody on TikTok and it's like a, a shabby chic, uh-huh. like our terminology, but yeah. cottage core. You guys remember Rochelle Ashworth's shabby chic. It was this great trend and it was just kind of like found objects. And there was, I feel like old r- corbels sitting on like your countertop. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it was covered sofas, covered sofas and like a ruffle on the sofa. Small little galleries with like a little, a little painting, a little, flower and, and a little round little mirror and gilded frames, uh, yeah. frames that didn't even have a picture on them just hanging on the wall. Oh, hello friends. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Monica. Yeah. So I think 100%. it's very feminine and found. I would kind of describe all cottage single, core. All the single ladies. Yeah. A I'm little, a little garden in the city. Totally. I'm also seeing a thing where like the brand C New York, SEA New York, they do these like patchwork dresses and jackets. Mm-hmm. I think those feel very cottage core to me okay. also. Um, like this, you know, things gone by or grandma's quilt made into a dress. And so we're seeing it in fashion, I think as well. Yeah. And it's got a place again, very feminine. I think it's definitely trending. I don't think it's a Islands, universal the, the trend. Big, like collars. Massive like collars. Things, yes. Like collar, whatever. And mm-hmm. I think that's very cottage core. Totally. And super cute on some girls. I would describe it as cute yeah, in general. It's cute. Yeah. It's not gorgeous. It's cute. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's cottage core too, that we're seeing. Um, a lot on TikTok, and then we're going to just kind of get into some general home style trends. Um, one that they mention a lot is the open floor plans are in and that the seventies are back. Hmm. How do you feel about that? Sue and Corey? I'm, I don't know. I've the open floor plan. I still like a tuck away. I like corridors. I like spaces to be their own space Mm -hmm. and to like escape there. And so sometimes an open Floor plan reminds me of like an echo chamber and just like everything's going on and you're probably not dressing it correctly. And so now it's just going to be like chaos, like it's a chaos room, mm-hmm. open floor plan to me. And so, um, we're always trying to divide and like give a little bit of separation just so we can, can have a dark academia look, yeah. or, you know, if you're organic and you live in a glass house in the desert, you're feeling very Georgia O'Keefe totally, but still there's some like limits to how open that floor plan is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm not a huge fan plan if you are like a, a cabin up in Deer Valley or Sundance and you do or are entertaining a lot of people, it's open to an extent. The kitchen's open to the family room and you have a dining room. That makes sense. But that's the that's the max of my openness. Yeah. I agree. I close it up after that. I do love a kitchen open to totally to like the large family room area. I think having kitchens with four walls and an open doorway is just a sad, sad place for a scullery kitchen for the mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feels like what a pantry is it's today. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Sure. And yeah. it's just like full of fumes because it's such a small room. And yeah. you're like, whoa, you've been chopping onions, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like that's kind of a bum ski. Yeah. So, yeah, For totally. Sure. So I think that you, I think an open kitchen today is lovely, but I agree with Sue. I do like, I do like corridors and rooms and I like the in between the spaces. Seeing into another room is just really fun to photograph and to have that point of view while sitting in a room. Yeah, Tom yeah. was reading this article the other day and he's just like, it really is so interesting how like you act a certain way based on your environment. If you're at church, you're not going to do certain things that you're going to do in another room or if you're, you know, if you're, and it's, it's, I was taking it back to just what we do. And I'm like, that is so true that like you act a certain way in different environments. You mm-hmm. act a certain way in a dark academia room. You're probably smarter for sure. You're going to pick sure. up that book because you can concentrate, you know, you're going to act a certain way in a white space that's just like wide open, you know, to the great outdoors, you're going to be free as a bird. So it is interesting that you act differently, but I think just allowing yourself to have those moments Mm -hmm. um, to do what you need to do. I think the open floor plan sometimes takes that away. I agree. And there's like, there's definitely a study in psychology. Um, I've talked a little bit off and on about this book called the not so big house and how the, the double story entryway with the big swooping staircase it's almost designed to make you feel really small and to make that feel super grand. And you should feel that way in public spaces like like the Capitol building. You should feel like you're a small part of this great whole mm-hmm. of like, wow, the state of Utah is big. There's a lot going on. There's or or the the nation's capital, you know, like you feel small in those spaces. But how the study says you shouldn't feel small at home. And so some of those, those spaces are designed to intimidate or show wealth or grandeur or, mm-hmm. or drama, you know what I mean? And so there's, it's an interesting study for you to really innately um, look back at yourself and say, how do I want to feel when I'm home? Yep. And to some that maybe didn't grow up with much, always dream of having a two-story entry with a swooping prom staircase so their daughter can walk down the stairs. Mm-hmm. That's their dream. And they should have that dream. And to others, they want to feel cozy when they're at home, you know? And so it's an interesting thing, but the entry is definitely a big thing about how people are going to feel in your home right away, you know? And so it's a real study of psychology and um, what you want to say about yourself and a real inward thing. And so if you are creating a custom home, that's a real sort of, sort of language and psychology to sort of think about how you want people to feel when they're there. And I do think like that open kitchen floor plan thing feels like a nice gathering and mom is included or dad, whoever the great chef in the house is, is included in the conversation, which is super. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse... Do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't. I'm freezing. My husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so 
addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self-care, your sleep health. If you just head over to cozyearth.com and use the promo code Dear Alice for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is Dear Alice for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. Super fun. Very cool. Back to the 70s. I think that they're referencing on TikTok, I can't even believe I'm hearing it, is the dark kitchen is back again. They're showing dark, dark chocolate brown um, kitchens. And I'm a little like- I'm not ready. I do think the semi-sweet chocolate, the dark, dark, we yeah. saw gorgeous dark sectionals and dark brown rooms. I do think brown is super hot. We just did a podcast on color. So I do think that that's going to be a thing in spaces, in a color in furnishings. Yeah. But I think but for the kitchen- to it though. Yeah. Like some of the harder surface, like it feels, yeah. it feels a little- I also feel like we got caught in this trend from 2000 to 2010 where it was like- dark floors, naughty alder, cat, kitchen cabinets, distressed, knocked down, all of that. And I'm like, we're just too close to that have just happened to be trending again. Yeah. So I guess depending on your age and how long you've lived, maybe the dark brown kitchen is going to be for some of them. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people that are in the height of their earning potential and maybe they're in their 40s to 50s and they remember the 70s and all of that, I don't think that the dark brown kitchen is going to be their first choice. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think it like very much about the, like the dark. I have a dark car. You have a dark car. Like it just shows dirt. Like there's something, mm-hmm. you know, you have to remind yourself to cut, sometimes clean your kitchen if it's light. Mm-hmm. But if it's once it's dark, you see the dust just settle. It's yeah. everywhere. It's on your floors. It's everywhere. And yeah, I don't know. I'm not the tired mom and me is just not ready for that. I could yeah. see like a contemporary kitchen being Macassar Ebony mm-hmm. and being really dark or like Corey, you have a dark green kitchen, yes. but it's really fun. And I feel, think food looks beautiful against green yeah. and it feels very natural. It's mm-hmm. very, very Outdoor. lovely. I'm just unsure about the stain grade kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that you'd paint a kitchen brown. I think you'd use a stain, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like a living finish. Yeah. Not I, a painted finish. I feel like painted would be even worse. Yeah. In in my opinion, like, but I don't know. Yeah. Stuff, I don't know. The grain like feels like a little bit organic and stuff like that. I just mm-hmm. think some people use statements that are like the seventies are back. In my opinion, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there are elements of the seventies that are back, like smoky glass, mm-hmm. you, you know? Like, yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, like They said mirror, wall, wall paneling, which we are doing a lot of vertical like type paneling and finish work. But Suzanne Hall, you have a home that was built in 1971. 1971. What is in your basement on the walls? There are just like the actual simulated walnut grain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Individually applied. It is a sheet Uh y'all. One of which had like actually etched in like animals. Yeah. That's they only did it on one wall because it's probably more expensive. expensive, Yeah. I see. So we painted that. Yeah. Right out the door. So do you see like when you walk down your basement and you're like, this is hot. This is hip again. I'm in a Jonathan Adler hotel. I'm loving this. Definitely not in my basement, but yeah, I, we are seeing it though. And it's, I don't think it's taken on the exact same hue and the yellowness that it had before. But I do think you're right. I think the vertical mm-hmm. paneling and finish work, I think is back just to add warmth, especially to some like taller spaces. Yeah. Is I'm seeing that. Is it to the extent mm-hmm. of what it was like they, I mean, in the seven, it was like every single ceiling, like. Mm, I don't, I don't think so. And I don't think 
they, one of the TikTok trends they said was like themed rooms and like, you're all in everywhere, be it industrial, be it, you know, seventies. I don't know if you'd panel everything, but you might panel like a space, the fireplace wall, or, you know what I mean? Like a feature in the space Mm -hmm. or like in the entryway we do finish work, but, um, yeah, it's a very different interpretation, maybe rooted in the same design element, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, it's, it's not, warm. it's not we've, identical we've talked about this thing. Of yeah. Just like gray woods out. Yeah. They repeatedly said that we absolutely agree with that. Like, yeah. and that's gray, not, gray, anything gray really. Anything. We're yeah. just, we're done with it. And so everybody wants warmth. And so when you think of warmth, think of the seventies, like yeah. it's organic. It, they went back to nature. And so I, the paneling that makes sense that that would be something that like people are being drawn to just to try and envelop themselves a little bit more mm-hmm. in something that's warmer. Yeah. So. When I think one of the examples was like a really nice vertical standing seam, mm-hmm. kind of a paneling in the entry that was just like kind of cool, um, almost mid century. And yeah, I think that's cool. I love it when I see it like in a restaurant or something like that, where it's stained grade and you see the wood and it's just standing seam. It looks yeah. really nice. Or you can see like open air between standing seam, mm-hmm. almost those Japanese. It's really, yeah, really nice. It's organized and it's clean. Yeah. So it doesn't feel dirty. I think when you get too much of it, that's when it starts to feel like hot and heavy in there. Like yeah. Or dirty. Uh-huh. And it's probably from the seventies. And trust me, there's some, there's some animals etched in there. Yeah. Yep. Rhonda's names was carved in there. It's not, <laughs> not into it. That's hot. So it's super hot. She, I love she that. Was super cute. Yeah. Definitely. They're also saying polished chrome is hot, which again, which was the seventies. And I just have to say, we keep seeing silvers like in fashion, really, really big. Mm -hmm. It's definitely coming. People have asked us like, is, am I going to regret it if I use brass for this or that? And you're like, yeah, actually it's, it's a beautiful metal. You should always mix it, but don't lean too hard into brass right now. Do not do your faucets in brass. Do not even do your, don't buy your hardware. Yeah. Like I would go polish nickel right now. Definitely. We'd say that four years ago too. Totally. Lighting brass. Sure. You know, if it's a little, little spot, maybe you could have some like antiqued brass, you know, if it's, you know, if it's a smaller space, but definitely don't do it everywhere. Yeah. Don't do the faucet. Don't do the silverware. Don't do that matte gold. That's terrible. Honestly, brush gold in general. Yeah. I don't like it. No matter the decade, never do it. No. And it's just, it's still, and it's flat. And I'm like, I think both of us, we'd like a living finish on the brass. Like I want it to get better with time. Totally. Um, And we've had clients that just like, they need consistency. Mm -hmm. They don't want it to ever change. And I always get a little sad that I'm like, then we shouldn't use it very often. I also feel like though, like not everything should be the same metal. No. It looks very found in, no, you know? Flat. Yeah. So, I mean, we just created a really beautiful brass vanity mirror and it's living finish, real brass. It's so gorgeous. And that's the difference. And man. I could see that being in a bathroom that has nickel poles on it, but that beautiful decorative moment deserves not to be silver. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's a fickle, fickle thing and people are so nervous to choose the wrong thing, but I think if we always look to fashion first, they're usually the leaders and we've been seeing silver for at least a year now and it's just getting more and more and more. So Mm -hmm. just heads up, I'd say ease off just a little bit, definitely still include it. So you look like a really great collector and you look like you have great taste. Just don't do all, all silver polished chrome, I think was a thing of the seventies. We're using polished nickel, Mm -hmm. not the colder of the two silvers. Mm -hmm. It's the warmer silver. It's usually more expensive, but um, like if you're buying faucets, you could, if it's available in polished nickel and also chrome, chrome is going to be your cheapest option, but 
polished nickel is worth springing for the extra $75 or whatever it is, yeah. because you're going to have this gorgeous metal that gets along with other metals. Polished nickel was, was probably not available in the seventies. Yeah, be real, guys. that's true. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. So go for the polished nickel. Yeah. Show. I love that. They're saying, yeah. um, furniture sets are out. I was, I was going to say for a long time, they haven't been, but uh, you know what I think of though? I'm going to throw a name out there and I'm sorry, I can't think of any other way to give this uh, example, but Bernhardt, you see people buying the bedroom set. Do you know what I mean? The nightstands that match the dresser and the bed is from the same suite. It might be mostly upholstered, but it's all gray. It's all gray. Uh, Yeah. Gray and like off white or pearlish. I mean, no. And, and we, cold. we carry them. There's certain yeah, we things do. that we, that we, we love, never have put a set on the floor, but no. I just want to say heads up that the set is never going to be your best look for something that's not going to go out of style. You want to mix those things so that it stays great looking forever, you know, yeah. or until you get tired of it. Moderation in all things. That's including like style of furniture, just guys. Yes. I love Don't that. Good point. Um, mass produced art is out is what they're saying on TikTok. They're telling us not to buy our art at home goods. I don't think any of us are buying oh. condo art. That's like swirly paint or that's just in a, a trip can- a wrapped canvas. Ew. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's too small for the wall. Um, it's too small for the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, yeah. Mass produced for sure. Agree on that. But I do think that like we have great resources that, make beautiful reproductions. So like, just know where you're buying it. If you need a big skilled piece of art, know where it's at, make sure it looks original. If you're trying to fill up a big space and make sure you love it. Yeah. And make sure it's framed and make sure it's framed. Yes. So interesting. We were at a gallery in Dallas with a client, Mm -hmm. like a beautiful gallery with originals. They weren't cheap. And I was talking to the gallery owner and there was this one beautiful oil that we were looking at for this client. And I just, I just wanted to ask her and I'm like, would you frame it? Cause it wasn't framed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know what? I wouldn't. And she's just like, I think it takes away from it. And in my mind, it looks unfinished. It looks so yeah. much cheaper if it doesn't have a frame on it, especially a good frame. Yeah. And we just installed a bunch of art in a client's home and it came in with just a really white, simple, not thick frame. And it looked, you know, we had them reframed Yeah, because it just, it, it didn't look expensive like she wanted it to look. So totally. Anyway. Mm. So pay attention. Even if you do have a piece that you still love, maybe it is mass produced, get a new frame on it. Yeah, for sure. Expensive. Make it look original. I agree. Chopping your pillows is out is what they said on TikTok. What do you say to that? Sue Hall. Agreed. Yeah. I say that too. Yeah. We had a a client who's her housekeeper, bless her. Anyway, she would just like chop them where it was like bunny ears kissing. Oh gosh. It was just like, I was like, wow. That's violent. Yeah. Yeah, No, but she's just like, she just loves to do it. So I just let her do it. And then I go (laughs) and I fluff it too. And anyway, but yeah, it's, it definitely feels like assaulted. Like Uh it it got chopped. It's dead. Yeah. And dead on, it's dead on arrival. DOA. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it just doesn't look relaxed. And I think I was like thinking back to there's Suzanne Castor's showroom. I always feel like her pillows always look so pretty. They do. And they're just like very relaxed and looks like someone may have like laid on it, but it just Mm -hmm. bounced back and it's just, it feels very lived in and very like you want to live on it, you know? Yeah, totally. I think that, um, a good trick is just to take your pillow upside down from the corners and shake it mm-hmm. really hard. So the feathers settle back up to the top again, mm-hmm. and then set your pillow down and just lean it into the scene a little. And then you can kind of pull down on the bottom corners a little bit, but just so it looks nice and full so that all of the volume hasn't left the top of the pillow and settled down. Yeah. I'll just do that, but I won't chop it anymore. 
and I'll lean them into, I'll lean them sideways parallel into the arm, but not as much even on a diagonal anymore. It so looks, yeah, it it's funny too staged. that even that is like something trending. So we agree with TikTok on that. Yeah. Yeah. TikTok. Um, bedrooms, they're saying white fluffy beds. We are seeing those everywhere. It yeah. almost feels like the duvet doesn't have a cover on cover, it. No. You can see the, the quilted, the individual baffles. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like that's a youth, a young thing. Like they thought that they were done and they didn't know that they should buy a cover to wash. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know covers mm -hmm. can be a pain, but I do yeah. like them. I I think the other one, it just looks like your duvet covers in the laundry. Yeah. And you forgot to put it on. It does look like white sheets and then an uncovered duvet and fluffy and disheveled a little bit and shabby chic. Yeah. It's right? totally shabby chic. I think a little undone. To agree with TikTok, I would say we love a white bed. We love white Always. sheets. Yeah. We love a lot of white layers varying between taupes and off-whites just to get mm -hmm. a really good lifted, you know, unique textures going on just so it's not so, so Stagnant. Ikea. Yeah. But um, yeah, interesting. That's a, tic that's a TikTok trend right now. Color sheets. Were they for this? I don't remember. Yes. They were for the color sheet. Colored for the okay, color sheet. Well, One word, gross. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not for it. I mean, at the most, can I would think a colored sheet. Here's the thing. I think you can lean into it when your kids are little. I remember getting a really darling little Mateo twin <laughs> linen sheet set with baby little rosebuds on it. Because I had a nostalgic memory of having a little nightgown like that when I was younger. And it felt really nostalgic and very sweet. The field color was white and it just had these little roses on it, um, like drawn, like printed on it. And, um, it was, it was Ashley, you. really, really sweet. Yeah. It was a sweet moment, but I haven't ever been into like the flannel sheets for Christmas with snow skiers on them or whatever. We don't get into like the themes yeah. or anything, but, um, if you want to get away with it when your kids are little and do the ticking stripe with polo bears and you know, that whole thing mm -hmm. when they're young, it's a thing. But when you're really investing in bedding and you're a grown up, just stick with white. Yeah. It also just smells, smells better and it's fresh and you can bleach it and it looks clean. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Saffron. You sheets, feel guys. really the saffron sheets. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Suzanne bought accidentally dirty, some bright yellow sheets. Saffron sheets, guys. I was like, oh, that's mustard. That's in. That's cool. I'll try it. It'll be fun. And like, oh, I was like, I got it. I was like, I think Tom even walked in. He's like, what are those? Like, <laughs> who are we? <laughs> who who have we become? Are we in Las Vegas? Like, we're a brothel. <laughs> oh, welcome. In. I love oh, it. Cottage core style bedrooms. Um, this was shabby chic. I think we were watching a girl hang little teeny tiny framed things Five on the wall things. clustered above the bed, not a gallery wall, just like a little tiny cluster F above the bed. <laughs> yeah. It was just not, Aww. it wasn't generous or lovely or sophisticated. It was very it was feminine. I, I think, I think it. it's like a single girl that just graduated from college and she's just like she's picking things up yeah. as she goes. And so she's figuring it out. I think that's perfect for that stage of life, which is TikTok. But um, I think those of us that have lived through Shabby Chic are like, no, yeah, we appreciate it for where you're at in your life, but we've done it. You and might get a splinter though. We don't want to do it in a big way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Not from that metal bed frame, which dry, I don't know why, but it's just oh. ping, 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 ping. Like, yeah, like that <laughs> yeah. just would drive me nuts you know, to sleep in a bed I read bed a frame. thing once on Feng Shui. I don't practice Feng Shui or know much about it, but they said you should never sleep in anything that could conduct electricity. 
That's a good call. Mm. And so ever since then, I see a metal bed and I'm like, like you could legitimately get electrocuted. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Or it could get hot in a house fire or it's just too elemental, you know? Or when you roll over, it's like sounding like someone's lifting weights. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I know. That's the bum ski of the cottage core. I don't know. I say if you have to do it, like the wicker is like really hot right now. So I can see that, you know, somebody had a really cute wicker day bed. It was like one of the catalog companies like West Elm or something. Mm-hmm. And forever, yeah, really it just kind of like splayed way out on the edges the way it fanned. And I was like, that's if I had a place in Palm Beach or Palm Springs, I'd totally buy that thing. That's so that. cute. So I'd say like, get yourself a wicker bed that doesn't conduct electricity or sound like yes. you're lifting weights. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then do all your, um, your baffled duvet with no cover oh, wow. and all the white, whatever, and get yourself some tiny frames and hang them on the wall and Live your 20s, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Kitchens. They're saying pots and pans on display in the kitchen are out. I, I feel like that's been a while. That was, is yeah, that even, was that a thing? I don't even remember. I don't think the pot should, rack. Like 99.999999% it's not done well. Mm-hmm. Windsor Smith, you can get away with it in Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin's kitchen oh, because everything's so pretty. clean and lovely. Do and Google nothing, that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing rusty about it. But that's I, the only case, guys. I feel like this is like the industrial thing, like in 2000, like nine to 2011, mm-hmm. you know, oh, when, so with, many with sins were committed. You know? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I feel like that's an out. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. yeah. I agree with TikTok on that one. Um, dark and moody kitchens are in, they say. So they're showing the dark brown kitchens. If you must mix it, then they put like white on the bottom and dark brown cabinets on Don't top. I know. It's the I accent just, wall of kitchens. Mm. I think that Corey, you live with a dark green kitchen. Yeah, it's I m- wish it were lighter. I'm you both do? of us do. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sue's Sue's chose a better um, shade green, green? green color for uh-huh. our for our first kitchen, and yeah, it's, it's we wish it were lighter. You wish you would have asked a designer. Would you say? Did I help you with this one? Um, you did help us with this Shoot. one. Um, it's embarrassing, but wow. we, but He's we throwing shade <laughs> on the podcast, but we did, but we didn't listen to your first, to your first, uh, my daddy saffron. Yeah. <laughs> which it I'm, really was cool. He's a I'm rock star. Yeah, yeah. He's a rock star. You should yeah. have those cabinets cause um, you can pull it off. I think we all feel like your kitchen's beautiful, but you're Thank living you, with it right now. And it's so I do think it's clean. good to ask the Moody Kitchen. It is hard yeah, to keep clean. It's hard, it's hard to keep clean. It's um, dark car, guys. When you put lacquer on a color, uh-huh. it it's becomes more reflective. So it looks oh. more black than the actual color is. Interesting. Yeah. So that was the bummer. It, it was even to the point where like the lady who painted, she painted the doors and drawer fronts. And I was like, that's not the right color. And it didn't match up. And yeah, it was a whole thing. But uh, yeah, I would do it differently if I could. Good to know. Sue, you have a dark oh. kitchen. Do you like yeah. living in your dark kitchen? My 1971's camper kitchen. I think they're saying the seventies are back. I know. So. I, I actually feel really, really on trend y'all. Um, yeah. It's not terrible. I don't know. I, it's kind of more of a honey colored wood. Oh. I've been living in it for too long. Then just like, you know, it's not, you quit seeing it. You quit seeing it. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. it, it definitely needs to be redone, but of a lot of the kitchens and things that I see out there, that haven't been remodeled yet, mm-hmm. yet. Um, I like it. There's a warmth to it. And I think there's something that feels old school about it that feels a little bit more authentic than like a naughty alder. 
It's oh, it, it's yes. yeah, I feel I like it's more in the middle too. It's not so like it's rooted in black. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not going to show everything, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I have to say, we've been doing this. We've been in business for fifteen years. We have been asked for a white kitchen almost the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I did a white kitchen in my Alice Lane house twenty years ago. And so I just think the white kitchen is the most universal thing you can do. Do different things with your whites. Don't go Ikea white, optic white, do a warmer organic white, which was another trend was organic kitchens are in organic bedrooms are in organic, meaning softer, softer shapes, you know, materials. Yes. Honest materials, that sort of thing, which I totally am down with that. I think that's so, so beautiful. And there's a lot of whites out there, um, but I don't think you're going to regret it if you ever do a white kitchen, if you're just stumped on who you are and what to do. Now, if you're opinionated and you want it, like for me, I remember them saying, you're never going to get published if we do a white kitchen in your house. And so I did a white oak kitchen with a deeper stain on it. And, um, and I is more honey. I love it. It's it's so pretty. I still love it. Yeah. It's been like eight years. I made that decision probably nine or 10 years ago and I still love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Your countertops are like, yeah. And I'm I'm actually happy that it's not a white kitchen. You know, I had a white kitchen before that. So I think if you love design, you should for sure like figure out who you are and what color, or if you're stain grade, what, where you are in the stain grade, Mm -hmm. I will say we're going to start seeing the wood floors really warm up. We've been in this white Oak moment for a really long time. And so if they're still going to stick with Oaks, I think they'll warm up, but I think Walnut is always going to be your everlasting just in the middle choice where you'll never regret it. You do it 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, you're never going to regret Walnut. Do you guys, this is going back to the white kitchen thing. Um, when the homeboy on TikTok was talking about like the marble slabs and you're taking us through that and he's like, Oh, I'm designing this kitchen, marble slabs. And he shows the kitchen. It was like optic white. Literally I, in my mind, I just shut off all like credibility. Do you guys like, Uh it's like you're choosing this amazing, like I thought the slab was really cool. Uh So they just like, but the combination wasn't right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, was, I was like, man, well, that's a bummer. You did all that with those awesome slabs and they really cost money. Whatever. Yeah. All those choices cost money. And it's, I'm like, God, oh. and paint would cost the same no matter what shade you choose. Exactly. So just get the, get it right. Paint right. Cause it's the same price as it being extraordinary or missing it. That's great advice. Yeah. I have to say on a lot of the TikTok videos, like I wasn't like blown away by any of the interiors. So I'm like, again, I think here's the thing that's so hard for me on TikTok is because TikTok on the TikTok, they're like, we were listening to this podcast and the girl had no idea what she was saying. TikTok. Um, I'm glad you said something serious. Oh my gosh. I think that we're, Corey made a good point. He's like, wow, they're all so sensationalized. And I'm like, they're also emphatic. Like they're speaking mm-hmm. like they're absolutely totally absolutes. And so it's really hard in interior design when you're dealing with taste and you're dealing with style to be absolute and in different life experiences for different clients and people that have lived more generations on the earth and have seen it the first time and hated it or already did it. And they don't want that now because they're growing up and they dream of a different lifestyle um, then, you know, like, I don't think you'll ever put your house back together the way it was originally born. Cause you, Absolutely not. cause you've been seeing it. So you want to reinterpret it in a different way. So they're seeing TikTok is seeing all of these things for the first time in their life because they're in their teens and twenties, you know? And so they're trending hard and they're absolute about everything, but they're not experts obviously. And so it's hard for us that love interiors and make them for people all day long 
to be like, "Mm, no, I don't think so. That's not right. Or yes, there's some truth in that, but there's also a lot of wiggle room because of who you're designing for is really sensitive. Should be TikTok correctors on TikTok. (laughs) We should should be the TikTok. TikTok. TikTok Tide pen will correct the. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. My friends should. You're right. Um, They're saying um, bold marble veining in countertops is in. This has been the case for 10 years, I'd say. It's been old money. When you see it, it's old money. You can go to Europe, you see both countertops and like ancient marbles. European, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, this is not trending. This is a truth that has been this way for a very, very, very long time, centuries. But for sure in the United States of America. TikTok, like welcome. Yeah, for sure. In the United States of America, I mean, we've we've had clients that have been using Calcutta gold for 15 years. So now we're seeing Calcutta violas and more wilder varieties. Yes. And so fun. Yes. But I would say even that's been at least five years. So, yeah. So I wouldn't say for 2023, this is a new hot trend. It's definitely a truth for at least half a decade. We should look into it, everyone. Yeah. It's great. We haven't. Yep. They also were saying travertine's back, which it is. We're seeing it. RH has massive collections of travertine. Mm. I'm actually dying that travertine's back again. It's yeah. I think yeah. we ripped out so much of it and they were all like the chiseled edges that like just felt uh-huh. like you'd stub your toe. And the massive paper. grout lines of a half inch. Yeah. And I yeah. don't think that that's what if, if I were to interpret it like right now, mm-hmm. like if you're doing like a California modern, like you would do like, it is a pretty stone and there can be like nice, there's a, I think a wide variety of travertine. Probably not tumbled. It's not tumbled and it's, mm-hmm. it's more, it's not, it's honed still, but it's just, it feels more refined than it was Yeah, in the 2000s. So. I agree. And the grout lines would be kissed together. Do you remember there used to be, there was a mantle like back, I would say like 2014, or so, and it was called silver travertine. Yes. Do you remember that Totally, mantle? yes. So whenever that comes up, I'm like, silver travertine mantle. I it was really pretty. And it was really yeah. beautiful. And it wasn't just like, so just one tone. Like, yeah, it was, it was like, like sedimentary. Gray, it was yeah. really, really interesting. Um, yeah, good point. But anyway, I think it's just in the application, how you use it. And mm-hmm. I think the way people are using it is in an organic, cool California way. And, yeah. And I think good. that's the right application. Chic. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's like mixed with like a medium toned wood and, yeah. you know, in a, in a brown in a leather cabin. sofa. Yeah, yeah Goo. totally. Goo. Yeah. Okay. Um, the integrated sinks with stone countertops are hot, but that has been the case for a couple of years. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Do you want to explain what the integrated sink is in case somebody doesn't know? Yeah. So you pick out your countertop for your kitchen Island and you say you have your sink there instead of getting an actual like apron front sink, you, you will carve your sink out of the same slab that you're using for your countertop. So Mm -hmm. it's a more expensive trick. We've done it before. It's lovely. Just know how you cook, how you, how you like you know, how you use your kitchen. Cause it's not for everyone. Yeah. We just did it in like this, like little bar. Cause it was a small sink and it was a mood mm-hmm. and it's going to look really rad in this marble. But a lot of times we'll just do the ape, like the actual front and then give people a porcelain sink. Yeah. Because it's just easier to maintain. It's more long lasting. If you really still, cook, if you guys if you go really out to cook. eat, the integrated sink is amazing. For sure. It's beautiful. It's such a vibe. And you see them in master baths a lot too. But same thing with tubs, like the stone tubs, they won't keep you warm. As long as cast iron. No, cast iron's going to keep you warmer. So I imagine that's the same thing for an actual sink if you're running hot water. I mean, we all have dishwashers, so it's not like you're, you know, doing too much in there. But I, I was thinking about that. I'm like, I wonder 
if that's ever a concern, but probably not. It's the look. If you want to go for the look and you're a door dasher, awesome. Mm-hmm. Fantastic for you. Go for oh it. Oh my gosh, for sure. Super sexy. Yeah. You're a bachelor, amen. Absolutely do it. Do it. I'm going to get all the For ladies. the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Or the men, whatever you choose. <laughs> yeah, or the men. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, dealer's choice. Yep. Um, okay, living rooms. Modern Scandinavian minimal living room style. Is that in? That's what they say. That's what they're saying. Remember that room that was white on white oh with like gosh. light gray furniture and silver and not much going I on. Like starter home. I thought so too. Not very interesting. No. And like, you don't know how to choose stuff. So you just phoned it in with all the same color of everything. Yeah. Like spray painted it in the back. Yeah. So it looked like, yeah. Suze is not for it. Okay. <laughs> I live with white walls and white floor in my public space, but that's because my art's so wild. So the, everything is colorful. Your, exactly. your rug Rugs, is everything. pink. Yeah. Your, yeah. So yeah, I get, yeah. Your that house is really... more like a gallery, but your furniture is not mm. borophil. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. The big light is out, um, is a big trend right now, which means overhead lights are off and all the lamps are on. Welcome everyone. Guys, what did we <laughs> teach you? Yes. I Aren't love you it. listening when your moms were listening to this guys. Come on. I know now, uh, now all the kids are in for it. They're know, turning they're out, like, they're calling it the big light quote like unquote. Making out is so much more fun in lamp light than with the overhead. Oh, light. <laughs> can you imagine with the, the overhead light on. How about fluorescence? Oh How about the dad bought nothing. LED bulbs? Yeah, nothing 5,000 Kelvin. That. That's nice. I know. That date's going to end real fast, y'all. Yeah. Oh, totally. Right. Your skin looks so sallow. <laughs> Do you need to go to the bathroom really and apply some blush? Pores. Yeah. You should get a refiner. Huh? It's not flattering for anybody. No. Okay. Yeah. We totally agree with the big light is out. Bathrooms. Yeah. The backlit mirror is having a real moment. For all TikTokers in the United States of America and beyond. It's the selfie light. Yeah. It's the glow. They want to glow like a baby angel. Here's Mm -hmm. what I think. I think their light bulbs are looking real, real white. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that they're getting the right Kelvin on those bulbs. Mm -hmm. I also think they're going to regret that look in a minute. Mm -hmm. It reminds me, remember in the 80s. Mm -hmm. I feel like we saw that a lot. The Hollywood Uh uh bulbs around the mirror or the, or these are even like, I guess around the shape of the mirror. It's just a glowing led situation. Yeah. Usually hotels will see them a lot. And yeah, Uh, I don't know if you are Jamie O'Banion for sure. You should have that maybe like in the right Kelvin. That's what yeah. you do for a living. Or, or if you're like you. a makeup influencer, which yeah, I think 100%. a lot of these people are doing fashion or makeup or both, they want that mirror and they need it because it's what they do for a profession. But should everybody have it in their real life? I love a sconce, y'all. I love a sconce too. I and sconce. I also love natural light coming in a window mm-hmm. right by my vanity. Yeah. I just think that's the truthest truth that you're going to have about what's going on on your face. I just don't think I'm like, you're going to love it forever. I mean, I'm not going to invest in it, but I don't know, Corey, would you buy a a backlit mirror? It feels too modern. And like, it feels like something to me that you said is just going to be like gone with the wind. Like a neon light. It's like the tube's going to go out. I will say, I will say this. I do have a small makeup mirror from Simple Human and it has um, light around it. It stands on my countertop. I plug it in and it magnifies and it's it's backlit. And so I can see in there to really understand what's going on on my eyebrows because you just can't let that get out of control. Ladies, you know, you know what I mean? Like I need to know the truth get bangs like me. about what's happening on my face. Mm-hmm. My husband sits down as his nose hairs. Like we need to be able to keep some things in check. And I think magnification and lighting are important. I mean, like that's a, 
I mean, that can stay as a pull-up mirror though, right? It doesn't have to be. Yeah, it's a pull-up mirror. It's not installed. It shouldn't be the vanity mirror that you're like brushing your teeth in, I don't think. Yeah. Like the one that's installed on the wall for keeps. It feels Mm. a little bit like fluorescent lighting for your walls. I know. That's how I think too. So I don't know. I mean, we're obviously very old compared to TikTok age, but ridiculous. But we would say don't get suckered into that moment. You're better than that TikTok. Yeah, use it where you need to, but maybe buy it as a pull-up mirror. Um, They went into bathrooms being navy, taupe, chocolate, and royal purple paints. The examples they showed, I did not like. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I think your your powder baths should be something that you're just like obsessed with and stoked in design, and to give a little tiny dip your toe in the water for a powder bath. Moment wallpaper is so hot right now because I'm not feeling that at all. No, I'm not either. So I'm like, that feels really out of touch. Yeah. He was really emphatic though. I know. And he was wearing a sheer houndstooth shirt. So he's probably right. We could see his nipples (laughs) 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 for sure. For sure. He wasn't right. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think your powder bath should just be whatever you want to do at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what he said is not true. Or you can go deep saturation. I think that's a really like easy trick because it's paint. Um, Yeah. But percentage of of powder baths right now that we're painting versus wallpapering. Zero percent. (laughs) Okay. So you can speak emphatically back yeah. to him if you want to. I don't like your Navy bathroom. <laughs> oh, the white, like Wayne's no. cutting tile that with it was not, not great. Good. No, yeah. Yeah. it was just, yeah, no, it felt like a cheap trick. Yeah. Guys don't watch TikTok to get your design ideas. No. Okay. And then the last one in bathrooms was organic modern style. Which is back to that whole California modern thing, yeah. which super neutrals. Um, living, living finishes. I think it's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's very Zen. It's lovely. I think you could sell Aveda products out of it. I think it's, yeah, it smells good. It's chic. Mm -hmm. That's forever. Why would you regret that? Never. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I do too. So agreed. TikTok. Totally. You guys, those are our TikTok interior design trends for 2023. Um, thank you so much for but tuning you in. Do you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. you, you, you do you for sure. Thank you for listening. If you guys have any questions for us, um, just feel free to send those to dear Alice at alicelanehome.com. And if you want to check us out on Instagram, follow us at alicelanehome.com. That is the store. That's everything going on. You'll get to see a lot of behind the scenes there. Or if you're obsessed with interior design, Alice Lane interior design is a great follow. And you can see Sue sketching on there. You can see the trays, okay. the work that's going forward. And that's also a really fun follow. Mm-hmm. So anyway, thanks for the sausages made y'all. Yes. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'll catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 